We're joined today by Josh Aldenberg of Red Castle Soap, but before that, we have to play our awesome intro song. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. I don't want to showboat. But I gotta go, bro. Got a cooler in the cellar full of trillion beers. Yeah, I'm talking a boatload. Never in a million years. Would I ever drink a Michelob? Oh no, they might have brewed this beer from elephant feces. Hmm, what an elegant species. Hey, we're back on Noobed. A great episode. I'm your host, Boston Beer Benny, joined today by my two awesome co hosts, Mo Fortin and Dr. Dersh. Guys, what's going on? Not a whole hell of a lot, man. Living the good life. Yeah. So today's guest, a uh, super special soap maker out mm. of the Framingham area. I wish there was some kind of further alliteration there. Super special soap specialist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of special twice, but... What an interesting hobby. In the, very excited to talk to Josh Aldenberg today from Red Castle Soap. And uh, we'll have him here on the line. So we'll get into that interview right now. All right, guys, we have a special treat today. We are joined on the phone by Josh Aldenberg of Red Castle Soap. Josh, what's going on? Hi, guys. What's up? Not too much, man. Just chilling. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Oh, off to the classic good start. I'll edit it up. No, don't. Let's just keep this awkward silence. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's good. So Josh has a a very interesting venture, guys. He actually makes soap... uh, that contains beer. Um, his slogan is bathe and soap. So Josh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and uh, what you got going on? Yeah, bathe, bathe so the whole reason this venture started was mostly because I got my start at Jack's Abbey back in 2012. So I was doing that part time and I had just started making soap as a hobby and when you're working at a brewery, what they have during every beer run is short fills, which are beers that won't last on the shelf, but you can drink them within like next, you know, week to a month and they'll be fine. And there's only like five of us working there at the time. So we had a lot of short fills. And I didn't know what to do with them. So I started putting them in my soap and Red Castle Soap kind of was born shortly after that. Wow, so that that's really creative. And <laughs> like, yeah, not not wasting. Well, yeah, it was, I was had all this beer laying around. I was like, I can't drink all this. <laughs> I wonder if I can. Uh, what if I can put it in the, the soap? So I, you know, did a little Google search, and I was like, Holy crap! I can put it in the soap. <laughs> okay. Uh, it turns out it's not just a you know, well, not just a gimmick. It's not a gimmick at all. It's actually really good to put in the soap because hops uh, are natural antiseptic. And malts provide a lot of B vitamins. So, who would have thought both of those good for your skin? Yeah, double win. Interesting. Right. I, yeah, that's not something I would have just instantly thought of. So, I mean, good for you. No, for I didn't. Two and two together. The first one doing it. Yeah. So, just to circle back for a second, how how did you get into making soap as a hobby? Is that like something that 
run, ran in the family? Is, is it like <laughs> no, something you Googled and was like, hey, I, I got some time on my hands yeah. <laughs> like to make soap? Well, this, I was, I was drunk. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta start with that. <laughs> and I was relieving myself in a restroom in a fancy establishment, and there was this beautiful display of handmade soaps at eye level. And I was like, I can totally make soap. I bet I can do this. I, I'm gonna go home and do this. And so I went home, and that weekend I made my first batch of soap. <laughs> no kids. And that's, wow. uh, that's how I got the hobby started. I really enjoyed doing it, so I was like, just going to keep on doing this. Isn't it, isn't it dangerous? I mean, tell us a little, I mean, just speaking for myself, I'm kind of a soap noob. I don't, I don't really know how to make soap. I don't really know the process, but from what I understand. His Fight Club. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> right. Fight Club. So yeah. isn't, it, like isn't it dangerous in any way? Uh, yeah, so the, obviously to make handmade soap anyway, you need lye and lye burns your skin. So you definitely need to wear proper, you know, skin protection, gloves, long shirt. And when you apply the lye to the beer or water or whatever liquid you're using to actually pour into the oils to make the soap, maybe I should have gone through the process first, but I guess I can go through it now. No, you're fine, man. We, um, we, we usually do things <laughs> ass backwards on this podcast anyway, yeah. so. All right, that's how I live my life, so awesome. Uh, so when you're adding the lye to any sort of liquid, vapors come out of that, and you don't want to be breathing those in, so you should be wearing the proper you know, respirator, some kind of face mask to keep that from getting your face as well. But that is probably the most dangerous part, is making sure the lye or lye solution don't touch you. Okay. Okay, seems safe enough. It yeah. seems like something we can all. I mean, avoid. just don't let it touch you. Then yeah. you're good. <laughs> I mean, I've had the occasional you. spat with bacon grease, but yeah, <laughs> haven't we? Yeah, all? It, you know, no matter how careful you are, I still slip up sometimes, and I'll get it on me. But it, you always have, you know, if you're making soap, you learn to have vinegar near you because vinegar will neutralize it, and you know, you can get away with just a, a rash instead of a full-on burn. Oh. Chemical burns. Mm. Good to know. Yeah, no fun. No fun. <laughs> is there is there any extra like setup that you need, or can you just do it right in your kitchen? Uh, I wouldn't recommend doing it right in your kitchen or at home somewhere. I mean, like like what particular yeah, equipment? Yeah, is... a, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I apologize. Uh, you can definitely make it at home, but the only thing you don't want to put your your soap in is aluminum. Because what it will do while it's turning into soap is eat the aluminum away, oh. and that's not fun. Um, huh. Yeah, I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> so the first thing I put it in was this aluminum bread tin when I first did it, and I pulled the soap out of the tin. It just had this layer of eat like eaten away aluminum stuck to it. So I was like, oh man. Well, I guess I can't be using aluminum. So what I ended up doing was just shaving the aluminum off and still use the soap. Nice. But I used it for myself. I didn't sell it or anything. I just started making it out as a hobby. It wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't uh, trying to give it away or sell it at so, that point in time. So did you run into that a lot at the beginning where like you're, 
your first few batches were kind of iffy like at a, at what point were you were you making this where you were like oh shit maybe i could i could probably sell this to people it was about two years after i started doing it wow. that right. i figured i could probably i was confident enough to start selling it about a year afterward i wanted to start selling it and i was kind of formulating a plan but it wasn't until around 2015 where i finally just went ahead and started it up nice yeah so back to the process of making soap right where yep. where does somebody find these ingredients uh, what's the timetable that, that takes going into it is it a full day's work is it you know you a lot of sitting around waiting similar to brew a beer or, or what is it like yeah there there is some sitting around and waiting however uh, you can make it, you can make soap pretty much with even vegetable oil or olive oil or whatever kind of fat you have laying around the house. You can, you can make soap with it essentially. You can make it with bacon grease if you wanted to. That's not um, good soap. <laughs> if you went, oh, I've done, I get, I have a, I do a, I have a connection with a local farmer who will give me some rendered lard and I will do that. That lard makes some of the best soap. It's so good. Um, vegans hate it, but it's a really <laughs> good But yeah, the, the only other thing you'd need to do is, you know, aside from getting the proper protection, um, mm. if you, you can head right to the hardware store and pick up like Robix drain cleaner is 100% lye. You can use that to make soap. Wow. No kidding. It's right in front it's of us. It's a little harder to find lye these days than than you used to. I mean, at the volumes I get it out, I just buy it online and it comes in a, you know, a huge box. But um, back when I first started, there were a few different options, but now now it's a lot more limited. No kidding. So, um, so two years go by after your soap making hobby and you decide that this is good enough to sell. What was the process of going through and getting uh, some vendoring gigs at some uh, some beer shows? Oh yeah, that was that was kind of I didn't really know how to approach that at first because I'd never vendored a beer fest before. I thought, you know, from my own experience, that you go to a beer fest and you you want beer and you want food. Yeah. So part of me was thinking, who the hell is going to want beer soap when I go to a beer fest? So. I kind of took a chance. The first one I did, I think it was, it was Brew Woo, I believe. Okay. It was either Brew Woo or there are these little pop-up markets at Springdale. Can't remember which I did first, but uh, either way, um, it was a matter. It was a matter of just figuring it out, going on, you know, messaging them and saying, "How do I? How do I apply?" And they said, "Point me in the right direction." I apply, you pay the vendor fee, and then they, you know, they either say you're in or they refund you and you're out. But luckily, since I'm beer related, most of them say, "Yeah, that's cool," and they let me in. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. You know, you're picking up steam now. I know we met at Where Funked. Uh, saw your setup there. You had the whole tent, the the table dressing, the the wood stanchions on the table too. You you had it all pimped out. Oh yeah, I've uh, all that's been a process of of getting all that together as well. Because every time I've gone to an event, 
the requirements for vendors have been different. And so now I have this, you know, I've got tables, I've got the claws, I've got the, you know, I've got all the merchant stuff I need. I've got the giant tent. So I've had to acquire all that, uh, you know, through different requirements for different vendor events. So do you still, Oh, go ahead. Um, I just, I, yeah, I just wanted to add that the reason I kept doing it was because when I went to the beer fest, people loved it. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> so that's why I kept on doing it. Do you still use Jack's Abbey beer in your soap or do you mix it up? Do you use a bunch of different varietals and do you notice that any specific styles work better than others? Yeah, actually. Um, I do. I, I try to use a wide variety of different local craft beers. Cool. Um, if anyone has ever been to Jack's Abbey and seen their actual display of beer soaps there, I make those. I make the ones over at Springdale. I make the ones for Wormtown, Castle Island, and Startline. Nice. So uh, I've hooked up a few accounts, and that's been going pretty well. I'm trying to main, you know, being one guy, uh, trying to make be consistent with follow up is a little difficult sometimes. Um, but yeah, I definitely try and mix it up with the variety of beers that I use. And so far, I think any hoppy, any beer that's both malty and hoppy works best for beer soap. So you get a good balance, both hops and malts. So that, like we're going back to the B vitamins and the antiseptic properties, stuff like that. No kidding. So, uh, yeah, just... I, no, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I know I said I tried, I do use more than just Jack's Abbey, but the Lashes Lager at Jack's Abbey is probably one of my favorite beers to use in a beer soap because it is a really awesome balance of both malt and hops. So, for those listening at home who can't really grasp what beer soap is, okay. Just how much of the smell uh, do you get from the beer soap when you take a shower? Will you actually smell like a, a nice fresh pint? Uh, can you eat it? Uh, so, many different, <laughs> so many different questions I have here. Uh, you can eat it, but I really would not recommend that. Wait, um, you, did you say you can eat it? Yeah, people, like, one of the, like, I mean, you're going to get diarrhea, but. Oh, yeah, all right. So you can, well, um, it's, not, it's not something beer. I would recommend eating ever. It, it tastes like a nine volt battery. Ooh. Ever battery as a child. Never shied away from uh, a challenge before. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the I'm trying to draw a little bit of a blank here. Um, oh, of course, take your time. We, I, I think we were talking about the smell uh, of a beer. What What are you going to smell like? What is the experience of bathing in beer soap going to smell like yeah if i don't add any fragrance to the soap it's actually going to smell like a loaf of bread because of the malt which mm. is kind of funny because you're not going to hate smelling like a loaf of bread bread smells really good um if you like bread i love bread <laughs> i like However, bread i don't know if i want to smell like a loaf of bread <laughs> i like lamb so yeah what First, uh, the first batch of beer soap I actually brought into Jack's. I gave it to the brothers, and Jack came up to me and goes, this smells like bread, dude. And I was like, oh, that's what it smells like. Yeah, I knew it smelled familiar. 
<laughs> because I didn't add any fragrance to it. So from then on, I was like, yeah, maybe I should probably make it smell good too. So I started, uh, sometimes I mix some fragrances. Sometimes I used pre-made fragrances. Sometimes I used essential oils. I mean, I used the entire spectrum of stuff to fragrance the soap with. But um, adding just a little bit of fragrance will mask any bread scent it may have had when I made the actual, if I didn't fragrance the soap. So do you test the fragrances to get them to try to match the, the beer that you put in the in the soap? I used to do that. I used to try and pair the fragrance with the beer that was going into the soap. Yeah. However, I found out pretty quick that people really don't give a shit yeah. and they just want it to smell good. And yeah. they, they like that's made with, you know, their favorite beer or, or what have you or their favorite brewery. And as long as it smells good, they like it. Wow, that's what's uh, what's one of your best selling products or best smelling uh, scents, selling scents, uh, best selling say... smelling scents. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <One of> my <laughs> my pride and joy is probably the Tipsy Witch beer soap that I make, mm. and that is the first one I made. It's a you know it's a black bar of soap, so. I give it a nice black color and I make it with notch beer because that beers comes out of Salem so I was like you gotta make it with a Salem beer mm -hmm. sure well I like so, the tie in there I get that now I see what you yeah, went I tried with to it. give it like you know like a you know nice Salem witchy New England type feel and then I had a custom logo made for it with this, where there's a witch kind of just you know an attractive witch <laughs> holding nice. on to uh, covered in suds and holding on to a, a mug of beer in a broom and I was like, man, I love this. And so I, what I do to those soaps is I'll uh, bevel them so that the edges are nice and clean. Mm -hmm. And then I actually dip them in some distilled water so they have a nice shine to them. Nice. Yeah, uh, I didn't figure that out until, uh, until probably about a year ago. <laughs> Little tips of the trade, you know? Yeah. Um, also on your array of products, I noticed that you made beer lotion. Is that right? Yes. I just started kind of going into the beer lotion game about right about a year ago now as well. How does that process making... go? You just add. What's up? How does that process go? That is, uh, it's a lot shorter of a process with the beer soap. It takes, with the beer soap, it takes about a day to make a batch for me. It depends on you know how, how much you're making. But it takes about a day for me to make a batch of beer soap and then it sits on the shelf cut for 30 days before it's actually able to be used. With the beer lotion, I can make that in a day and put it into their respective containers and use it pretty much hours after it's done uh, cooling down. So they're a lot simpler to make. It's a lot more of a pain in the butt to get them into their each individual little lotion bottle, mm -hmm. but the turnaround time on those is much, much shorter. And yeah, people have actually started asking for beer lotion more than beer soap lately. <laughs> and that actually contains beer too? Yep. And I actually, uh, funny thing, I actually have to boil the alcohol out of the beer before I put it into the lotion. Yeah, because alcohol would dry you out, right? Yeah, I, I don't have to do that with soap because 
that process naturally alcohol goes away yeah but with the beer lotion i have to do that manually no kidding so uh we do a four pack of questions with each one of our guests we do two beer related questions two non-beer related questions mo uh do you want to go in with the beer related question for josh here yeah i can do that i suppose this is um what is your favorite hop to work with and why like what's your favorite hop to drink like do you have a go-to hop or beer that you uh, that you drink on the regular I mean, I was I was kind of thinking about this because I was listening to I was listening to some of your stuff earlier this week. Oh, I did his homework. Uh, I like that. So uh, I definitely have to say right now, my favorite is kind of mosaic hops. I really okay. like mosaic. Yeah, it's a popular one. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's, it's so good. All right, next I'm, question I'm, we I'm have. Oops, much, sorry. Sorry, I'll say the only one I the only hop I don't really like. All right, we can keep this on the down low. Is Sriracha Ace. It's just all like pickle juice. Ooh, pickle juice. Oh, gross. Pickle juice is hot right now in the beer world. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, the stuff that that brewers are getting crazy with is... is, I'm having a hard time keeping up. All right, so our next question we have is um, your favorite local brewery. Now try to keep this non-biased yeah. if you can. Yeah. We know there's a lot of a lot of good ones in the area. So what's your uh, what's your favorite that maybe outside of Framingham? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll definitely I de- I'll definitely keep it unbiased here. The I guess it has to do a lot with the beer that I'm in the mood for, like sure. the beer that's hot for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now I have to say it's between Startline and Vanished Valley. Because Startline makes that um, th- their crack Irish red ale, and that is one of the best Irish red ales I think is that's available in Massachusetts, if not New England. And Vanished Valley makes their water that Watershed IPA, yeah, which is just a super smooth, nice, like no frills IPA with a little bit of haze, and it's I just go nuts over that beer too. Yeah, we've been seeing more and more of them pop up at, at shows and things. It's nice to get our hands on some of that because that was a white whale for us for a while, not being from that part of the state. So Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a hike out there. Yeah. Uh, so the beer questions are over. The, that's the easy ones. Now we get into the, the real hard stuff, Josh. Okay. Um, so yeah. one, one that we'll lead you off with in a non-beer-related question. What's your favorite drink that's not beer? We preferably it doesn't have to be non-alcoholic, but yeah, it, yeah. just anything just that's any not beer. Drink that's not beer. Anything that's not beer. Yeah, yeah. What do you drink? Uh, coffee. <laughs> yeah. God damn yeah. it! That's like well, that's what everybody says. I yeah. feel like we gotta come up with a new question. I mean, yeah, I, I pretty I, if much. If I were to go with alcoholic, I'd say rum and coke. I love rum. There we okay. Go. Like any that. specific rums? Oh, privateer. Ooh, okay. Nice. You guys, know privateer. They're right here in Massachusetts. Wow, I gotta check it out. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I think it's man, it's some of the best rum I've ever had made by them. We used to make so our made, house mai tai with privateer rum. We had like a little barrel that they set up behind the bar that they gave us, and cool little setup. But. Nice. Yeah, they have a. Um, you can actually go to their distillery, and they have a tasting room and kind of like a vent space there, as well. It's really nice. They've done a really good job over there. Nice. Yeah, so I'm really impressed with them. 
And who wants to ask the uh, the defining question? Paper, rock, scissors? <laughs> yeah, Are you sure. way? Yeah, sure. All right. One, Paper, two, rock, three, scissors, shoot. shoot. Whoa. Oh, man. All right, that so I beat Todd, <laughs> and you beat me, so Josh, you have the question. All right, I got you. So, Josh, um, are you a dog person or a cat person? Remember, this is being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm definitely a dog person. Yes. Yes. Well, it's I'm, getting easy at this point. Cat, unfortunately. Nice. I, do, I don't hate cats by any means, but mm. I just much rather dog. Do you own a dog? Ah, uh, I did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, lost him over the summer. He was a good boy. Oh, oh sorry man. about that, Josh. Sorry. It's all good. You know, it happens, right? Yeah. 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 That's you know the cat person would ask you that question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would broach that topic. Thanks for asking, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, we gotta end on a on an awesome note. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that we're gonna have to find a new question because that's just be- becoming a unanimous yeah. answer. Yeah, right? it's a route. I think it's uh, it's yeah. obvious, but as Josh brushes off his cat hair, <laughs> so much cat hair. I mean, it's foolish. But Josh, uh, where can people find you? I know you're at RedCastleSoap.com. Uh, you also have an Etsy store. You are on Instagram, Facebook. Where can the people find you if they're trying to get a hold of you? If they're trying to get a hold of me, the best way to get in touch with me is either um, contact through the RedCastleSoap.com or you I mean I'm I'm pretty sharp on all social media, so if you message me on any of those, which is probably preferred, um, you can hit me up there. Uh, I t- I did recently take everything off of the Etsy store as a uh, as a little retaliation for their fee hike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. With yeah. Um, so people have actually been messaging me on social media, and I just I'll fill the order that way and set them an invoice via square it's been working out great that way nice yeah i'm working on getting a, a more official store maybe through shopify or something um that is almost done actually so yeah i know we awesome. talked about a that. lot of stuff has derailed me from from getting the store up properly and it's kicking my ass honestly so so uh you have any events coming up you're going to be can anybody see you at any events or Yes, so uh, the next event is going to be at Brew Woo. I think that's the next soonest one. I'm looking at having one scheduled uh, in March as well, but I haven't heard back from them yet. So Brew Woo, I believe, is April 20th. I have to look at my schedule again, but I believe that is when that is. And then that just a few weeks after that, their Framing Cam is having their Mural Mile event, which is a road race that leads to a market. You do not have to run in the road race. You can just go to the little farmer's market and beer beer thing that's happening. That's Post my, my kind of race. Yeah, my <laughs> kind of race, too. I get to watch. Uh, so that is Josh Aldenberg of Red Castle Soap. Josh, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we'll be sure to post some of this in our group, too, so you can get in touch with Josh. Uh, thank you very much, Josh, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Josh. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you. Take care. See you. So there you have it. That's Josh Allenberry from Red Castle Soap. Get in touch with him at redcastlesoap.com. You can fill out and talk to him. Ask him any of your soap-related questions. Guys, any takeaways from that interview? Um, yeah, if you want to buy tickets to Brew Woo, that was his first event that's coming up. Uh, tickets are available at Brew 
Woo, that's W-O-O.com. You get some VIP packages and stuff like that. Um, you get some raff, uh, drink tickets and whatnot um, and a, sam- a free sample glass that comes with the with the event. So go check them out there. I, yeah. I've never been to a Brew Woo. I'm not super familiar with it, but I just looked it up since he talked about it. So. Does the Woo stand for Worcester? I, I, you, you, I don't know. Get your uh, <laughs> vitamin B. Yeah, vitamin, yeah, vitamins and, and malt. And Isn't what a it? super interesting hobby, man. And the things you can do with beer. You know, we, we like to talk a lot about drinking it, but but making things out of it is, is very interesting. And, and the idea came out of, like, this, like, moment that you can just paint with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was such a crucial moment. You know? I know. Really cool stuff. So check it out. Thank you for joining us. Uh, rate us, review us on iTunes, and we'll see you next week, or we'll see you probably at another time. For the record, woo does stand for Wilson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs>